everybody. Welcome to Good Luck High Five, episode 540. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering or love Lord of the Rings. Yes. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are talking all about the Lord of the Rings set uh, that has just been officially previewed by Wizards of the Coast. Yes. We got to see so many new cards. We got to hear about the official mechanics that yes. are going to be part of this. We got to watch a lot of dumb people be angry on the internet about stuff that they shouldn't be angry about. Oh, classic internet, really. Though. <laughs> yeah, it's already been what a day. <laughs> what a day. It's 1230. <laughs> yeah, we just saw the release video mere moments ago, and we're so excited excited to share all of our thoughts with you about yeah. the cards, the mechanics, everything that we're excited to see in this set, because there is a lot, and there is a lot of love for this set, because, you know, Lord of the Rings, much beloved. Oh, it's going to be so cool. But before we start talking about, there are people to thank. First and foremost amongst them are you, the listeners and patrons of this show. Thank you so much to everyone who is a patron, and especially to new patron, Itu. Itu! Thank you so, so much. You You know, Itu, patron. Too. We're so excited anytime anybody joins our Patreon family, and you can do it by going to patreon.com slash Magic and get an episode dedicated to you just like E2 you. just did. This one's yours. This is your episode. And you can pick a specific part if you want, but also since you're the only one, you get the whole thing. This is all your this episode. All your Start episode. to finish, everything to do with Lord of the Rings is for you. And you also get access to our Discord, which is just a sweet place it's a to great hang place out. to be. Our Discord yesterday was the place where I realized that the ban and restricted announcement had dropped because someone put the info in there. See? So help- helpful. It's just a better internet. Do you want magic? For- I literally tell people these days, I'm like, Discord is just my new social media yeah. because it's only little groups people of you friends like. that I actually want to talk to yes, about things. Exactly. I don't have to hear a lot of bad opinions. Self-curated. Do you know who didn't talk any crap about Aragorn? Anyone and in our Discord. Our Discord. <laughs> thumbs up to our discord and you get an entry by becoming a patron at any dollar amount you can buy a year up front to get a huge discount or you can just pay every single month um we make a lot of content some months we make a lot of extra content like uh this month we've got a desk after the dark uh episode with me and monty and brian david marshall talking about behind the scenes of coverage that you get for free next month we're gonna have a new breaking oaths yes a new breaking oaths episode all of that bonus stuff is included in your membership so it's just packaged in there for one low monthly fee. You make all of it happen. You do. Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you as well to Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Guess what? You can already pre-order Lord of the Rings over at Card Kingdom. Hold up. I feel like I just need to do it right now. I want to click on the link. Like you're pre-order. Check it out. Yeah. I mean, gosh, they've Take got... Take a look. What do they... What have they got available? Pre-order so sealed, sealed products. And then they've got um, a bunch of the cool cards with the different oh, treatments are coming soon. Of course they are. So if you're somebody who who's really into like these showcase versions that they showed off or the full arts. Or I love the ones the that are in the ring that have the texture yes. on them. I love those arts. The ring. I don't know what they're called, but those, called. those are so cool. Yes. And the panoramas, they showed off a cool panorama in the video yeah. today. Are you going to make a full panorama, everybody? Are you? Well, Card Kingdom will help you make your full panorama, yes. FYI. Uh, you can just go to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Uh, use that link to buy whatever you need for your magical life. You can sell them cards, get an extra bonus if you're buying cards back, uh, pre-order stuff. Yep. They've got battle decks. They've got sleeves. They've got everything you could possibly want for magic. Amazing.
Are you ready to go to Middle Earth? Wow. Am I ever? Yes, I know. It's, it's such a beautiful, wonderful place. I Let's mean, most of it. hop on the boat from the place where we come from. Oh, okay, Wait, great. Wait, no, the elves came from a different place. We're always in Middle Earth, right? <laughs> yeah, we're just normies. <laughs> we're normies who are always there. It's the elves who are visiting. I mean, the elves, you know, what I'm saying? You know they're like weird. Exactly. They come from the boat spot. They And they go on the boat back exactly. to the spot. Exactly. They go on the boat back to the spot when they're tired of being alive. When they're like, you know what? Earth kind of sucks. Peace out. We're going to Elf we Heaven. <laughs> How do I take the boat to Elf Island? I mean, you could carry the ring. That's I one know, way. I know, but I don't want to. Well, what if you open the one of one ring, Megan? Wow. Then, then I will... Be, then I'll be happy to live on Earth because I yeah, will have the money to do Because I will so. have a million dollars and so, I will have my very yeah. own elf boat to paradise. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Wizards of the Coast showed off their big, uh, they kicked off their big Lord of the Rings announcement today with a video that they showed on Twitch and on YouTube. You can go watch it if you didn't get a chance, but we're going to tell you all about it, so you don't yeah. really need to. <laughs> they talked a lot about, like, I think one of the overarching things of, like, of the video was... This is, like, Lord of the Rings is the classic fantasy. Yes, it is. And Magic the Gathering is the classic fantasy card game. Correct. So you're merging two classic fantasies. It's a perfect marriage. Perfect marriage. I was thinking that, too, when I saw a bunch of the cards were previewed, which we're going to talk about, but the art on them was mm -hmm. classic high fantasy art. And I was like, oh, this is wonderful. We're just getting a taste of magic when it's at its, honestly, when it's in its purest form. Yeah. You know? It's pretty um, sick. And a lot of the art, everybody... So good. Chef's kiss. Real nice. In this set. So here's a brief overview about the Lord of the Rings set, Tales from Middle-Earth, uh, an iconic battle of good versus evil. So they're kind of setting it up like you yeah. can play like the good forces you or can you play can play the evil forces. The evil forces, which will you choose? Uh, there's 281 cards. Uh, there is also going to be art cards in the set boosters. 81 Ooh, of those nice. people were interested in that. It's modern legal, so this is not a standard set, but it is fully draftable, oh. which I think will be very very Excellent. fun, including being draftable on Arena. Yeah. This is the sick. first Universes Beyond full set that uh, Wizards of the Coast is releasing. Um, there's no Planeswalkers in this set. Yeah. I mean, there's no Planeswalkers in Lord of the Rings. I know. We were like kind of thinking that like, oh, Gandalf would be a Planeswalker. Oh, yeah. Gandalf could be. Um, uh, the An elf could be. You know, they come on boat. <laughs> they come on boat. <laughs> they Planeswalk by boat. <laughs> They're hundreds of but years old. you know old. what? I also get it. Yeah. But it's also fine. Like, yeah, that's not part of their lore. Yeah, it makes sense. That's magic specific lore. Makes sense. The pre-release is going to be happening June 16th through the 22nd, and it's going to come on Arena on the 20th. Uh, and there's going to be a pre-pre-release with Loading Ready Run. Oh, pretty sick. I'm so excited to watch this. I know. <laughs> there are our Canadian brothers from another mother, Loading Ready Run, uh, is happening on Saturday, June 10th at 10 a.m. Pacific. They've got Power Dragon, who I just cast a tournament with this past weekend. He's great. Uh, cosplayer Zbex and uh, content creator Chase Carroll will be their special guests. So make sure to check them out on the oh, 10th. That's going to be so cool. Also, that's like just around the corner. I know. What day is today? The 30th? Uh, yeah, today's the 30th. Wow. So that's 11 days from now. Is tomorrow June that's no or time. is there 31 days There's in this month? There's 31 days in May. Oh, thank God. I know, right? <laughs> You get one day of reprieve, Maria, and then June is here. And then June is here. Yeah. Uh, so in the video, um, they showed a ton of stuff. One of the things that they showed off, which was particularly just like gobsmacking, was they actually showed us the one of one ring. Yes, you you got to see it. It was held 
It was held in what looked like a completely sterile, sterile environment. <laughs> it's like a white room, a clean room, and a person wearing like a cotton glove. <laughs> yeah, is holding it and showing it off, which is pretty cool, actually. Did you hear this news? I don't know if it's not real, but that the best way to handle old stuff is with your bare hands after they've been washed, not with wearing gloves. What? I just was shocked by that. Comma, why? I, I don't know. Maybe they think if you have a glove on, you're more likely to like tear something. Oh, or maybe I don't it know. has fibers. I'm like going to Google your hands it. Don't have? Best way to handle old things. Man, no next, gloves, next they're going to bare hands. This is not going to happen. I was going to be like, next they're going to tell doctors that the best way to do surgery yeah. is with your bare washed hands. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine I mean, the horror of like a doctor just like. Sticking their hand in there, dude. Like, do you know the doctor who was like, uh, "You should probably like wash your hands," and everyone yeah, was like, like, "What's wrong sure. with you?" Sure, buddy. And that All person right. went insane and had to be put into an asylum. All right, Monica. But Monica was right. Yeah, Monica was super right. <laughs> Poor Monica. The first time, you know, the first time that <laughs> that someone was like, "Hey, you should." What if we wore gloves during surgery? They're like, <laughs> they're like, get out of here, get straight into an asylum for you, Louise. <laughs> why are why am I using the world's oldest names, Louise and Monica? Oldest In, Monica okay. seems very 1990s. That's what I'm saying, Maria. The oh, 1990s okay. are old now. Old now. Oh God. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, we're just wait. We want to update you before we continue to talk about Lord of the Rings. We need to tell you about whether or not you yeah. should be holding handling okay. your old stuff with gloves or with wow. your hands. I was right about the reason. Okay. When even the most careful and conscientious people handle rare books, uh, photos and documents and fabrics with gloves on their fingers, they're not as dexterous. This deadening of the sensation in the hands can lead to clumsy fumbles and torn pages. While oil from your hands on a page may not may or may not lead to damage, a tattered item is of greater concern and gloves can catch on the corner of pages along delicate fabrics, etc. So you're telling me if I'm going to handle the deck Declaration of Independence. <laughs> the best way for me to do that is with my bare hands. According to some curators, that is true. Wow, spicy! All right, so I we're like gonna it. we're gonna get on in there. Let's yeah. call let's call our buddy Nick Cage. All right, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Nicholas. Wow, formal. Well, we've had some fights. I mean, it looked very cool uh, and shiny and beautiful, and I was, it was like, really cool. I was like, Megan, what if nobody ever opens this? Like. My first prediction was, we'll never know who opened this card. I think, wait, but for that to happen, like, I think that it will get opened. And then I thought, my second thought was, no way would wizards let that happen. Yeah. I also think that maybe we won't, like, I could see it. What if someone opens it and they just keep it secret for the rest of their lives? That's what I'm saying. That would be. That could also happen. That could happen. I mean. Wow, you just get to make. Every magic player ever wait in curiosity for the rest of their lives. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. <laughs> I mean, you would do have the one ring. But it is also, true. instead, you could change it in for several hundred thousands of yeah. dollars, which <laughs> seems worthwhile. Seems like a good investment. Well, it seems like an all right time. We also got to see our very own version of the one ring, Elijah Wood, in the... <laughs> In the preview video. Oh, yeah. Elijah Wood. The one ring the one of ring. people. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk for a second about perfect casting? Yeah. I feel like Elijah Wood as Frodo was perfect casting. It was pretty stinking good. You know? Can you think of anyone else? Uh, like, I I do like when what's what's his name who played um, Bilbo in The Hobbit. Yeah. Okay. Also good casting. But those are two very different characters. Like, you're yeah. right. Like, Elijah is a Frodo. He just is a Frodo. I He's mean, that movie's Frodo. casting is, like, pretty... 
unparalleled. Viggo yeah, Mortensen as Aragorn was like the greatest Iconic. Aragorn of all time. People think of that for forever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, could go on. It was peak Viggo hotness. Oh, absolutely. It was like when he was not at, even close. It was, you know, if he was, if he's a moon, he was, he was full. <laughs> it was his full moon. The hottest phase of the moon. Like the, everyone knows the hottest phase of the moon is when it's full. <laughs> You're trying Wayne to tell me Gibbous, you're get telling out of here. me that a Swipe waxing left. crescent is the hottest phase of the moon? Left. Okay, do you know what? Uh, a waxing crescent is also pretty hot. Waning gibbous, no, not, hot. not interested. That is absolutely, get not your gibbous hot. out of here. <laughs> yeah, they got Elijah Wood somehow to We're, be in this video. I'm sorry. I just need to. I just need to contemplate a little bit longer how sexy each phase of the moon well, is. I'm going to Google moon phase. Okay, we're going <laughs> to Elijah. I also how can't much believe do you they think got the Elijah moon Wood. Wow, how much does the moon more moon or less weigh? than a cloud? Is really my current question. Um, it has to weigh more than a cloud. Oh, I'm really into the, okay. the waning crescent. You were right that the waning. The waning gibbons, it, gibbous <laughs> is the waning gibbons. The waning gibbous is like pretty unsexy. Yeah, I don't it's like, like it. It's un- un- the waxing gibbous is also not hot. No, agree. But no gibbous. I will say the crescents are both like pretty hot. Yeah, I like the crescents. The quarters are fine. Whatever. Full yeah. moon and new moon are both very hot. Okay, so we learned how much a cloud weighs. It was like a million billion. It was one whatever, billion. Three hundred billion pounds or billion, something. Yeah, several billion. I don't know. How much does the moon weigh? The moon weighs. Uh, weigh, oh, hold on, hold on. Um, okay, well, it can't be described in normal numbers. <laughs> oh, okay. So I guess the moon weighs more than a cloud. Yeah, it weighs eight point one times ten to the nineteenth power tons, which I assume is more than a cloud. I think that that's because it's in scientific you notation. You can't talk about it in normal ways. No, you can't say normal, normal people aren't allowed to talk about how heavy the moon is. <laughs> you must Only be a mathematician. Can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, remember, because we talked about, are we going to see a famous person in this video? And mm-hmm. we were kind of thinking it might be Billy Boyd because he's done voice he's lines. He's done voice lines on, on Arena. Arena. So we were like, maybe it's Billy Boyd. Yeah. But they... They got the goat. Exactly. Full on Frodo. Full on Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> we got full on Frodo. Anyway, he did a really cute joke where he tucked it away and the card into it, the one ring into his pocket and was like, oh, do I still have that? Oh, no. oh I gave it back to you, didn't I? Oh, right. It was very good. That's very funny. Um, we also got to see uh, some cool panorama cards from this set. Yeah, they, they're so cool. They're so good. They previewed um, all of the cards from Tyler D- Jacobson's panorama. Yeah. Um, which we're going to talk about some of them a little bit later, but um, overall, kind of like a feat of art, I would say. Yes. To make one absolutely. piece of art and get how many cards in this? One, two, three, four, five, six times three cards? Eighteen. No. What? Six times three is, is eighteen. Is it eighteen? <laughs> You're you right. You really made me second guess myself, but like, yeah. Six I, was times three sh- I was like, surely it must be more than eighteen. Um, eighteen cards on one piece on one piece of art is kind of like the tallest order, and here it is. It looks G- glorious yeah it is incredible it's like and i also just love right you you have to put together all of the cards for this yeah so you have minus tirith which oh, is beautiful a, a land a legendary land you have bats you have ring wraiths who are riding you know like up in the air they're flying um 
it's just like there's so much it's there's so much stuff and it's so cool. Yeah, on this um panorama too is a card like Aragorn. We see Aragorn down there at the bottom, a legendary creature human mm-hmm. noble, kind of the centerpiece of the art. Aowyn's card is on this. Yeah. As well. Um, Legolas is here, Gimli is here. Beautiful. So cool. Um we I just love that. I just love it. I can't wait to see all the cards from Bilbo's yeah. birthday. This one is this one's not Helm's Deep. This one is um the big, the big battle. The big, <laughs> the big one. You know, the big one at the end. I know Helm's Deep is also a big battle, but this yeah. is the big one at the end. The big, the yeah. big ending battle. Exactly. Yes. Oh, it's like it's just so cool. I love. I just love the exercise of right of like having to make each part Unreal. of this painting also be its own little piece of art on a card. I don't like even know how you do it. Like it has to front and center represent someone. It's just so sick. Very very oh. cool. Um, so now we're going to talk a little bit about the mechanics of the set. Some of them we already know, and some of them we got just a better look at, and we got a better look at them through uh, some of the new cards that were previewed in this video and then afterwards on Weekly MTG. Yeah. Um, the main one, the main hallmark uh, mechanic of the set is, of course, the ring tempting you. Yeah, which we have talked about before. <laughs> We've talked about before. Uh, a little complicated. <laughs> That's very true. But also, no, I mean, and also no drawback, but... Still sick. And I was thinking about it today, too. I'm like, what if you, with the ring tempting you, they're all good, all of the things. Yeah. Like, they become unblockable, whatever. They draw you cards. What if the last one was you had to sacrifice them? That'd be great. I mean, that's kind of a super feel bad, but also maybe makes you make some weird decisions. Yeah. And, like, kind of flavorful if you carry the ring too long. Lord of the Rings, full of weird decisions. So true. So true. Um, so we also have some looks at some other mechanics that we now know are going to be in this set. Yes. A mass. A mass. This is a big one. A mass. We obviously saw first back on Amonkhet. Yeah. Where we were making big zombies. Lazatep zombies. Exactly. Um, this feels like a perfect set to have a mass. Um, you're making a giant army card. Uh, here's a card that was previewed. Oh, sorry. War of the Spark. That's right. War of the Spark. Yeah. Same. It was... You know, it was the same idea. Right. Um, Amonkhet zombies appeared in War of the Spark. Yes, yes. Um, This is one rando card that has it on it, which is Dunlin Crabane. How do you say that? Crabane? Crabane, two and a black. It's a crow thing. One, one. (laughs) Flying. It's a bird horror. (laughs) So, thank you. I think creature type crow thing would be appropriate. Actually, that'd be a pretty good good creature type. I don't know. What is it? Uh, It's a spooky crow thing. That's a crow thing. It's like got blood in its beak, okay? Uh, One, one flying. When it enters a battlefield, a mass orcs two, which is a different kind of wording than we had with a mass previously, which was like a mass one or a mass two. Um, And there's reminder text. Put two plus one plus one counters on an army you control. It's also an orc. So that's like the little change. Yeah. If you don't control an army, create a zero, zero black orc army creature token first. So you make a two, two as well as your one, one flyer, or you make your army bigger. Yeah. So I like that they did this. It means also that they've made a mass more flexible going forward, which I think is super interesting because a mass before only made those zombies and a mass just meant a mass by itself just meant make that zombie. Right. But now it's like saying, oh, hey, we can put a creature type of any kind after this. Yeah, absolutely. In this case, orcs. Orcs. You are amassing an orc army. And I mean, it makes sense to have an army token regardless in this set that's full of um, awesome battles. Yeah. We also saw a mass on some more flashy cards, including Sauron the Dark Lord. Ooh. 
this is one of the versions of Sauron. We've seen a couple. Yeah. Uh, this one is pretty sick. This is three blue, black, red for a seven, six avatar horror <laughs> mythic. Yeah. Ward, sacrifice a legendary artifact or legendary creature. So you cannot target this unless you have an, a legendary artifact or creature to sacrifice. Oh boy. <laughs> that seems like a tall order. That does. See, I mean, there's, there are a lot of legendary creatures in this set. That's true. There are some legendary artifacts, but it is a uh, still, that's a steep little cost. I'm telling you, if Forge was in this set, we'd have a lot more legendary artifacts. <laughs> Come on. That was a good mechanic that I came up with. And I know. Now we come to the true point of the show. Sad that Forge doesn't exactly. exist. It's just going to be me forever being like, hey, no. It's, what it's about okay. Forge? Okay. Um, whenever an opponent casts a spell, a mass orcs one. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I guess yeah. I don't want to cast spells right. ever again. <laughs> um, whenever an army you control deals combat damage to a player, the ring tempts you. Whenever the ring tempts you, you may discard your hand Jeez. if you do draw four <laughs> cards. All right. Excuse me, this card? Oh, busty. Excuse me? Ugh. This card's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Do you know what? I also love, so this one has one of like the one ring treatments on it. Yeah. Which is the circular card frame kind of. Uh, around the art. Yeah. And the art in this is just like really cool because I feel like that's what he's an avatar horror. We know that he doesn't really have like a, a physical body. form. Yes. And I love that one because it looks, it's more like conceptually like a nightmare. Yeah, it is. Right. It's like, Oh, what if this creature was, was just a spooky actual, like an avatar horror. Yeah. Um, is what that reads to me as it's very cool. I, I love it. Sauron, Amass, Armies. It's so it makes yeah. so much sense. And uh, the legendary stuff is a thing in this set too, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, some other kind of stuff that's familiar to us is Ward, which we are we just talked about Ward yeah. there, which is a weird Ward cost. And there's a few cards in yeah. the set have bizarre Ward costs. Uh, Saruman of Many Colors is the next card that has one, which is three white, blue, black for a 5-4 Avatar Wizard mythic. Ward, discard an enchantment, instant, or sorcery card. Wow, yeah. So you better have one of those. Again, very, <laughs> very interesting. Whenever you cast your second spell each turn, each opponent mills two cards. When one or more cards are milled this way, exile target enchantment, instant, or sorcery card with equal or lesser mana value than that spell from an opponent's graveyard. Copy the exiled card and cast it without paying its mana. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So like, okay. It's very cool. Also, you know, here's Saruman thinking he's... Real hot stuff. I mean, he That's he a quote does. from the book. While we're talking about what Tolkien would have wanted, let's remember quoting him directly. Quote, Saruman, I'm real hot stuff. <laughs> Gandalf, I'm real hot stuff now. Do you know the actor who played Saruman was actually hot stuff? Like, he was... <laughs> Continue. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, I'm sure a lot of you out there know this, but he, like, worked for MI6 during the war, and he was, like, some kind of weird special agent who... Definitely killed a guy. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, that's not confirmed, but, like, there is a clip from behind the scenes of Lord of the Rings where he was talking about being stabbed or something, and he goes, oh, that's not the sound you would make. I know what it sounds like when a man is stabbed or something like that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm butchering this story, but it's something like that, and, everybody, and I was just like, mm? Say what? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, All right. Truly hardcore. I mean, and then became an actor because that's what you did back then. <laughs> I mean, let's remember that Julia Child's early recipes were shark repellent. Really? Yeah. She made shark. She was also. So Julia Child was um, 
I forget what she was. She was a sharker. She was in the foreign service. Oh, sure. Okay. And she like one of the thi- like she worked on a top secret project that was about making shark repellent for like <laughs> boats and submarines. Did it work? I think so. Like you I just spray. I'm imagining you spray it on yourself like off. No, you put it in the water to get the sharks away from your boat, you weirdo. You just spray the entire boat and you're like, mm, there you go. Just like sunscreen. Oh. Now they can't smell you. Okay. So there's weird word costs on stuff. Yeah. Um, Food tokens are back, of course. Of course they are. Um, second breakfast hobbits without food tokens has not occurred yet. So much like it's okay. It's go. It must. I feel like it must. It must. It must. So we're still waiting, everybody. But until we've, then, we've only seen some of the cards. Yeah. Until then, we've got c- cards that create food, like Samwise. Yeah, Samwise Gamgee. Gamkey. Gamgee. Gamgee. I was like, that sounds weird. Green, white for a 2-2 legendary creature halfling peasant. This is him with all his kids. So cute. So So cute. cute. Whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, create a food token. Sacrifice three foods. Return target historic card from your graveyard to your hand. Oh, that's artifacts, legendaries, and sagas. Yeah. dubs. Pretty sweet. So Samwise um, makes food. Makes sense. Um, And then there's cards that use food, which this is a sweet combat trick for limited. Uh, Pippin's Bravery. It's a single green mana for an instant at common. You may sacrifice a food. If you do, target creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. Otherwise, it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. So it's just normal plus two, plus two. But then if you're stacking a food, they get huge. Yeah. And the uh, extended art, uh, alternate art version of this is really, really very cool. Yeah. Merry and Pippin fighting a giant orc monster. He's spooky. Very spooky. Yeah. I mean, he's also fighting... An orc, but the orc just looks kind of just. I feel kind of bad for the orc in the the regular regular art. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. It kind of has a cute face. Oh man, cutest card. You know, that's might be hard in this set. Okay, you have to you have to work at it. Some decisions. Um, We talked about legendary mattering too, and we've got some uh, cool examples of that. Um, We have, for instance, (laughs) nasty end. (laughs) Sorry, this name for a card. It's pretty funny. I can't handle it. Um, instant one in a black as an additional cost to cast this spell, sacrifice a creature, draw two cards. If the sacrificed creature was legendary, draw three cards instead. Wow. And the flavor text and the name of the card are from the book. And that's the end of that. A nasty end for Saruman. And I wish I wish I needn't have seen it, but it's a good riddance, Sam. (laughs) Very cute. Um, we haven't really seen something much like this since, uh, Dominaria. Yeah. When we returned to Dominaria, which right. had a ton of legendary creatures. That's a good that point. That was a super fun set to play. I liked it. So I'm I'm really excited to see this coming back. Uh, Gandalf the White also has some legendary uh, matter stuff on this card. That's three white white. Let's remember the quote. Um, no, Saruman. It is I who, who am now real hot stuff. <laughs> yeah. <And> Tolkien. Quote, <laughs> Tolkien. All right. Sorry. Keep going. Three white white for a four or five avatar wizard. Flash, you may cast legendary spells and artifact spells as though they had flash. So that's the same ability as Raph Capuchin mm-hmm. had in original Dominaria, right? Um, maybe he said historic. I can't remember. Yeah, I anyway, think- if a legendary permanent or, or an artifact entering or leaving the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Wow. <laughs> All right. Panharmonicon vibes <laughs> up here attached to Gandalf. Sick. 
Um, and then since legendary matters, creature types also matter in this set. Um, there's a bunch of really fun stuff. Um, Tree Folk is a cool one. Yeah. There is Quick Beam Upstart Ent, which is four green green for a five six Tree Folk at Uncommon. Whenever uh, Quick Beam Upstart Ent or another Tree Folk enters the battlefield under your control, up to two target creatures get plus two plus two and gain trample until end of turn. Wow. So cool Tree Folk sub theme that you yeah. can play with. Of course. There has to be. There, there must be. There just be. has to be. Um, and then if we've got extra stuff in here. Burden, hope, and influence counters and verse counters oh, are going to be in this set. All right. So verse counters, uh, we last saw, I believe. Verse counters. On. I mean, counters can be anything, by the way. We can call yeah, them anything. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's kind of like a flavor flavor word put in front of the counter type. Yeah, I don't know which one of these. We haven't seen these in a long time, actually. So let's talk about like a... An old school uh, verse counter. Okay. Sarah's Liturgy. Two white, white for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a verse counter on Sarah's Liturgy. White, sacrifice it, destroy up to X target artifacts and or enchantments where X is the number of verse counters on it. I see. Uh, uh, Let's see here. Um, Who else has a verse counter on it? Oh, yeah. Yusa on the Wanderer Bard has has verse counters. That's what I was trying to remember. I was like, I'm trying to remember who we saw recently, and it was Yusa. Yusa. So Magic 2015. Yeah. That one you had to pay to put verse counters on. Yeah. But that makes sense that they would be in this set, too. Yeah. So Burden, Hope, Influence, and Verse, that sounds Lord of the Rings to me. Absolutely. We don't, yeah, we don't know much about what they're going to no. look like we don't know about the burden hope and influence ones yet uh but we do know that they will be here yeah. in some kind of form on some kind of card all right all right everybody let's talk about um the commander decks that are being released with this set yeah so we've talked before we knew like the names and the colors of these decks yes but now we know who their commanders are very exciting. Uh, there's four of them. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is Aowen Shield Maiden because she doesn't sick. love Aowen. She's honestly. so cool. Let's get real. So this deck is blue, red, and white. And uh, yeah, it's called Riders, Riders of, Rohan. of Rohan. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and Aowen is a 5-4 for two blue, red, white, human knight, first strike. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if another human entered the battlefield under your control this turn, create two two red human creature tokens with trample and haste. Then if you control six or more humans, draw a card. Sick. Wow. That's pretty nice. Yeah, that's a great card. Like, you don't even have to attack with her to get that. No. It's just, you know, do you have human? Did human enter? And you're making a, just you're a human. ton of humans. Yeah. All right, cool human-themed uh, commander deck there. You know, we need help from the Riders of Rohan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next one we know is uh, Sam and Frodo Partners. Oh, it's so cute. It's a partner deck. Yeah. They so have to. We have Sam, Loyal Attendant, who is one green-white for a 2-4. At the beginning of combat on your turn, create a food token. Activated abilities of foods you control cost one less to activate. I love it. Sam's just like, look, I'm going to come with you on this thing. Yeah. He's got his little skillet. My job, yeah, my job is part. to make the potatoes, boil them, mash them, stick them in a soup. Uh, and Frodo Adventurous Hobbit, which is white-black. So this is a green-white-black deck. Uh, for a 1-3... Vigilance, when it attacks, if you gain three or more life this turn, the ring tempts you. Then if Frodo is your ring bearer and the ring has tempted you two or more times this game, draw a card. Oh, that's very cool. Very nice. That's uh, That seems like a very so fun you know, deck to play. Sam is, you know, Sam is out here making you foods. 
And helping out Frodo. And Frodo's out here, tempted by the ring. Tempted by, (laughs) you know, just doing his job, being tempted by the ring. Tempted by the fruit of another. Uh, Up next, we have Elven Council featuring Galadriel. Yes. Who looks fabulous. This art is so cool. Don't even with me. I love Galadriel. I just love all of them. Looks so good. Two green, blue for a four or five elf noble. Will of the Council. You remember this? Yeah. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if another elf entered the battlefield under your control this turn, starting with you, each player votes for Dominion or Guidance. If Dominion gets more votes, the ring tempts you. Then you put a plus one, plus one counter on your ring bearer. If Guidance gets more votes or the vote is tied, draw a card. So you get nice stuff no matter what. I like that. Yeah. And I like making everybody vote at the table too. It it also feels right. It is very elves they're like here is our council the council will decide yeah. not just one player <laughs> not just one person the will of the council exactly the council must decide so that is galadriel and the final one is sauron oh my goodness so this is from the uh hosts of mordor commander deck and we have sauron lord of the rings well there you go i mean well, you were always wondering who, who was, was the lord, lord of, of the, the rings. rings well now we know <laughs> and that's how the book ends too and so and so we all know now <laughs> sauron was lord of the rings he dead now though oh okay. Five blue, black, red, so eight, eight mana, mana for a nine nine. When you cast this spell, amass orcs five, mill five cards, then return a creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Okay. Trample. Whenever a commander and opponent controls dies, the ring tempts you. That's an wow. expensive card. That is an expensive that's an expensive I mean Avatar horror. I guess it comes with a 5-5 five, five, yeah. and also some, whatever the best thing in your and graveyard is. And also with the, the best thing in your graveyard, to be fair. So that's like pretty sick. Get them online. Though. Wow. <laughs> so those are the pre-con commander decks. They all look great. Yeah. Uh, excited to play with them. Very excited. When it comes out. Uh, now we're going to talk about just some of the other cards that caught our beady little eyes when we were like going through this set for the first time. Our beady little eyes. <laughs> um, we've just only started, by the way, to release cards. So we're oh, not even close to done no. with uh, with previews. And in fact, we've got a preview card of our own here on Good Luck High Five coming at you next week. Next week. Okay, everybody. Um, so very exciting stuff. Uh, yeah. Let's talk, though, about Mary and Pippin. Yeah, so we have Mary, Esquire of Rohan, and Pippin, Guard of the Citadel. Who do so you want to like, be? Oh, man. Mary, I'm a horse girl. <laughs> that is true. Put me on this pony. Look at how cute this horse is. <laughs> Very this cute. This is a stinking cute horse that oh, he's speaking riding. Speaking of cute horses, get ready, everybody, for another card we're going <gasps> to talk about. Um, so yeah, Mary is a two, two with, for red, white with haste has first strike as long as it's equipped. And whenever you attack with Mary and another legendary creature, draw a card. Wow. Um, maybe you'll attack also with Pippin guard of the Citadel. Yeah. White blue for a two, two halfling soldier. These are both rares. Vigilance ward one tap another target creature. You control gains protection from the card type of your choice until end of turn. Wow. I love that. Some like little mother of rune style action over here yeah i really like pippin um the musical and this card yeah and this card (laughs) i think that's very sweet so that's mary and pippin being adorable and their cards in this set which i think are really good um next up we've got kind of a a giant big bad here (laughs) a big good a big good yeah Yeah. a six green green sorcery last march of the ents this spell can't be countered Draw cards equal to the greatest toughness among creatures you control, then put any number of creature cards from your hand onto the battlefield. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. 
That's uh, Eight you know, mana can't be countered. Big big guys. So you play this with some big booties. You yeah. draw a million things, and you just put a lot of. You put a lot of cards under the battlefield. Wow. Seems pretty sweet. I was reading uh, comments um, while this was coming. I know you never read chat, but I was when this was previewed. And I my favorite did. comment was, this card makes me hate Commander. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is what did it for you? All right. Of all things. <laughs> there's lots of degenerate stuff you can do. Yeah. Um, there's Mirkwood Bats. This is part of the big uh, panorama yeah. of the battle. <laughs> Three and a black for a two, three flying. Whenever you create or sacrifice a token, each opponent loses one life. Sorry, I just had to show this off because... Bats? I mean, this token thing? Yeah. I don't know. Like, that seems like... I mean, I'm just getting some weird cat oven flashbacks. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I'm just getting some flashbacks. This is four mana. It is four. It's four mana. Big difference. Yeah. But, uh... Dice to Doomblade, etc. But I, I just started to get a little little bit of hives there when I saw that card. Um, there's this card that I want to talk about, which I think... It does not die to Doomblade. <laughs> oh, you're right. What am <laughs> I talking about? <laughs> it's just something you say is like, yeah, oh, it dies, dies to, to Doomblade. Doomblade. But like it this don't. card does not die to Doomblade. It dies to go for the, thro- go for the throat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this next card is one I'm calling it's out. It's so cute. Because it's so funny. It's so cute. They it's so funny. They talked about it. They were like, we want to explore the humor and the joy of this set. And we're going to do that through a few cards, which makes gives me hope for second yes, breakfast. It must be. This is the long list of the ends. <laughs> a single green saga. It has six chapters to it. Great. Every single chapter is the same. I love it. Note a creature type that hasn't been noted for a long list of the ends. When you cast your next creature spell of that type this turn, that creature enters the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one counter on it. Okay, we're going to practice right now. Okay. All right, name a creature. Treefolk. Okay. Uh, human. Uh, halfling. Okay, that's three. Um, uh, 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 warrior. Citizen. Ooh, very good. Um, rat. <laughs> Great, we got there. Okay. That was six. Was that six or was we that five? We didn't even name like elves and elves dwarves. Elves and dwarves. Okay, there you go, everybody. There's your little cheating yeah. list you can use for Cute. long list of oh, It's, I love it. I just, it's just beautiful. It's just beautifully funny. And I'm, and I'm very excited to see what other cards they have some humor infused with. Maria, yes. I'm looking at a card that if it is not the cutest card in the set, <laughs> I'll, I'll murder you. <laughs> wow. There has been so many threats of murder on this podcast coming out of your mouth the past few episodes. <laughs> what can I say? One of those was record- recorded for the future. Oh, but. <laughs> yeah. You'll hear it, everybody. You'll, you'll hear it. <laughs> I, I, I swear. I don't think you'll be the only one, honestly, because... Look at this. This is Bill the Pony. Look at him. <laughs> He's so small. Look at him. He's carrying some apples He's on He's carrying his so many things. Or He's onions. so good. He's very good. He's so good. Three and a white for a 1-4 legendary creature horse Bill the Pony. <laughs> When Bill the Pony enters the battlefield, create two food tokens. Sacrifice a food until end of turn. Target creature you control assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. Oh, Bill. So cute. Bill likes the big butts. Oh, and he cannot lie. Of course he can't. Look at him. He's just he a cute could, he's horse. He's never done anything wrong he's in his life. He's never done anything wrong in his life. Like, show me a creature that has never done anything wrong in its life. Bill the Pony. Bill the Pony. This card's adorable. This card, I can't get over how cute this pony is. Well, you said you were a horse girl earlier. Yeah. But are you a pony girl? Of course. 
Are you more pony or more ho- I am horse? I am more horse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm if I'm personally talking about if I'm more of a pony or a horse, I'm Oh, personally I'm probably more of a pony. But you like, but I like horses, horses more. Yeah. Right, right, right. Except with the exception of build the pony. When was the last time you were on a horse? Wow, great question. I know you told the story in the show about breaking your arm falling I off did a horse. Break my arm falling off a horse. I got thrown. Um let's see. I think it's probably been Five or six years at this point. It's time. It's a very long time. It's time. Yeah. The horses are calling. They, Maria, <laughs> let me tell you, they always are. The number of times that I Google stables to ride at in the yeah. Twin Cities is like not small. Well, you just got to go and do it. I know. We. They're all out in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no city horse. There's no city horse stables in Minneapolis. <laughs> no. City horse, country horse. Did we talk about. <laughs> Bill the Pony. <laughs> No, I was talking to someone the other day, and I, no, I'm, I don't think it was on the show, about about how if you're like, oh, why did you stop riding horses? Yeah. We talked about how I got th- I got thrown and I broke my shoulder. Yeah. That was not what stopped me. No. If anything is responsible for ending my horseback riding, it's 9-11. <laughs> you could have said a thousand things that I would have expected you to say before that. That, that would be list number a million. What? Explain yourself. Okay. Because, um, because like we did not have a ton of money and you're like, okay, horseback riding usually does except, uh, so my dad was in the army for a long time. Yeah. And was still at the time. And you most, uh, a lot of army bases have stables just because they have horses for parades and stuff. Oh, sure. And so you can go and ride like if at the army stables and it was much cheaper to take lessons and stuff there. Yeah. Uh, and so that's where I rode all the time um, at Fort Sam Houston. And then uh, my dad was at, stationed at a different base, but I could still go with my mom. And then 9-11 happened and you couldn't go on base <gasps> anymore without a military ID. Wow. And so I couldn't get on base to ride anymore. Holy cow. So there you go. It was a Isn't direct that line. Wild? It was a direct line. Yes. Oh. I was. I had never thought about that, except I swear, like, for a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to someone about it, and I was like, oh, my God, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, why did I stop riding? And I was like, oh. it's because I couldn't get on pace. Wow. So anyways. I rode a horse one time, I think. It was just, like, on a trail in high school. Yeah. And it, like, did a thing with its back that, like, shot me up into the air, and then oh, I came yeah. straight back down. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was not pleasant. <laughs> well, there you go. But I would ride Bill the Pony any day. Yeah, right? Bill looks sturdy. He's very, he looks very sturdy. <laughs> very cute. Yeah. Um, All right. Big hype for this set after yes, everything. really big hype. And as we've said before, um, if you see someone who's complaining about any of the diversity in this, just tell them to absolutely go suck an egg. Go absolutely suck an egg. Like, absolutely go do that. And I think, like, it's fascinating. Like, right, tons of people... They will always make arguments, right? And they will they will always be like, well, because of this. Or like, Tolkien would have liked this. And like, <laughs> what? I just want to remind you that like, art, especially older art, means nothing if you do not think about it and reinterpret it through a contemporary lens. Tolkien is like, Lord of the Rings is meaningless if you only, if you m- insist on interpreting it the way that, quote, like, Tolkien would have wanted or the way that it should have been interpreted when it came out. It's it's not the year that it came out. Tolkien is dead and would not have understood the internet. <laughs> straight up. Right? Like, straight up would not have understood the yeah. internet. Like, 
you you must always reconsider art in a through a contemporary lens, um, or else why why look at it at all? This can could segue into another soapbox moment that I'm having at the I moment, mean, right? But I mean, it's it's just so true, right? Like it's just true, and it's a true, and it's a testament to the art as well. Yes. I think that we want to reinterpret it, that we want to reexamine it, that we want to give it new life and new ways that we present it to different audiences. Yes. I think if we weren't interested in that, then that's like exactly who cares that art about is it. dead. But like, art dies the moment that you stop being like, what does it mean now? Yeah, what does it look like now? How does it reflect? Like, how does it and does it not reflect society now? And we've been seeing this, you know, through the history of Shakespeare being performed. Yes. Which I think is a fantastic example um, of people reinterpreting, rethinking about that art, doing it different yeah, ways. Absolutely. Giving it new, fresh life, a million different ways. And how much richer for all of us and for that piece of art yes. that we have all of these interpretations in this garden Can of art that we've created. I like Shakespeare and they were like, no, it can only be performed by white men in every role. Okay. The end. Dude, I've seen Shakespeare at the Globe a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. And seeing it at the Globe is a unique experience because it's basically like com yeah. community theater. It's not like professional level. Yeah. Um, and they do it pretty as close to as possible as the original interpretation. So there's not really any cuts to the script, which if you see a no normal Shakespeare play, they, they cut it to ribbons yes. generally because it's very long. It's very long. <laughs> and a lot of it is too esoteric for modern audiences yes. to understand. Um, and uh, they use very minimal sets and costuming because they really wouldn't have had that kind of stuff back then. Mm -hmm. um, they do let women play the, the female parts, which is on another weird interpretation. There but, you go. It's even the stinking globe. Yeah, but the, the my point is... Seeing it like that, I mean, it's cool in a way, but also you are so thankful. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> makes you be like, oh, thank exist. God. <laughs> like, thank God if I want to watch a Shakespeare play, I don't have to do this. Like, wow, Henry V needed some cuts, let me tell you. <laughs> I watch, okay, so a like a couple of months ago, we watched Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. Oh, yeah. Which is four plus hours yes, long. It's, yes. I think it's like 410 or something like that. And watching it, you're like, there is no reason for you to watch, perform, <laughs> or engage with the entirety of Hamlet. Because cutting the script itself is an act of interpretation. Yes, of course it is. Which yes, we were also talking about the Guthrie recently did Hamlet, and I hated the cut of the script that they used. Yeah, it really and that makes was a difference. an artistic choice that someone made, and it's an artistic choice that I hated. But do you know what? You have to make an artistic choice. Yeah, and I, and I just, yeah. I just think that, like, you know, why give us fewer things when we could have more things? Exactly. That's all I have to say about that. There you like, go. Yeah. We've talked about this a lot. My there other soapbox is just the more that I think about people talking about AI art, I'm just like, can you give me one compelling reason why I should read something that AI made or look at a piece of art that it created? Do you want over me to, a real artist? Do you want me to because, read you something right now? Okay. I mean, like, with, outside of the joke stuff, right? Okay, like, yeah. I'm not talking about bits. I'm talking about a company being like, oh, sure. oh we're going to use AI to generate a story. Why? Why <laughs> should I engage with that instead of you hiring an artist? My answer is, I'm not going to. I think that you are a freaking coward and a capitalist of the 10th degree. <laughs> of the nth the degree. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I'm going to talk. I will Look, probably go off about that like, more in the future. I feel like robots should have been made to do the stuff we don't want to do, exactly. not the stuff we do want to do. Thank you. And yeah. remember that you always have a choice. And you, I think that it is a very compelling choice to be like, Oops. why should I engage with AI art that you're trying to make me consume because it costs you no money? I will not. 
Okay. Remember, you don't freaking have to do it. I'm going to read you something which is PG-13. Okay, so children... Prepare yourselves accordingly. Prepare yourselves. Uh, maybe it's even R. I don't know. But <laughs> I, this was a joke. I had ChatGBT okay. write the opening paragraph for an erotic thriller starring the character Watto from Star Wars. <laughs> don't ask me why this happened. If we're asking the important questions, I think why is one of them. But all right. Move on. <clears throat> In the smoldering underworld of Coruscant, a tale of seduction and intrigue unfolds as the enigmatic Toydarian Watto finds himself entangled in a web of forbidden desires and dangerous secrets. His wings flutter with anticipation, his eyes glinting with a mix of mischief and allure as he navigates the shadowy alleys and dimly lit cantinas. <laughs> with a voice as smol- smooth as durasteel and a charm that lingers like a lingering scent of spice, which is just like yep. a great sentence. Uh, Watto whispers to his unsuspecting prey, Hey, you so ready for a little game? <laughs> This here galaxy has secrets even the Force cannot resist. The stage is set for an erotic thriller like no other, with the boundaries of pleasure and danger blur, leaving the audience gasping for more and Watto at the heart of it all. <laughs> we don't we don't need that to be real. <laughs> yeah, all I can tell That's you is the that. point. And also, if you want it to be real, head over to Wattpad, <laughs> where again, you can read real people doing that. That won't let won't write sentences like lingers like a lingering, lingering scent. scent. <laughs> I'm wheezing. Oh my god! Sorry, I subjected Anyways, you all that to that. Some, we I don't think we've talked about Ooh. Lord of the Rings, Magic the Gathering for the last fifteen minutes, but whatever. <laughs> Alright, everybody, that's this episode Ooh. of Good Luck High Five. Yeah, thanks for going what on a an journey, epic journey with us to Mount Doom and also to the Mount Doom of the Internet <laughs> and back. Twitter, the Mount Doom, <laughs> the, the Mount Internet. Doom of the Internet. <laughs> uh, like we said, pre-release coming up sooner than you can count um, wow. on June sixteenth yeah. on Arena so on the twentieth, and the pre-pre-release on the tenth. Yeah, it's almost here. Absolutely wild. It's just really, mm-hmm. really a time. You know what a time. What a time to be I'm alive. So excited. Thank yeah. you once again to um, our new patron Etu and Yay! to all of our patrons. Yes. You can become a patron and join the fabulous family over at patreon.com slash GLHF magic. You can pre-order the Lord of the Rings set or whatever you want, really, yeah. over on cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, one of our amazing sponsors. And you can get ready to hear about our preview card next Ooh, week. Next week. Very exciting. So exciting. Should I give you a clue? <gasps> yeah. It's a preview card. <laughs> 